0: You on another Sunday night. I have a great friend of ours. Uh she's been here with me before, back before Miss Jan Sheb. We were talking earlier. Jan was with her. Chloe Cerruti. Chloe, welcome back.
1: Thank you very much. Nice Move to be a here.
0: little closer to your mic if you can. Okay. Yeah. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing fine. Good. Good. And I want to thank you, Ed, for for all that you're doing for Uh, Democratic candidates and allowing uh, Democrats to have a voice.
0: Well, thank you very much. I I do appreciate that, and I do enjoy doing it. And thank you for being here tonight. And now that we mutually have just uh, thanked each other, uh, (laughs) we're going to get to what Chloe's here for. Folks, I don't know if you noticed, and I'm serious, I'm glad she could be here. And we had asked uh, uh, Leanne um, Carmack to be here, and Leanne unfortunately was detained At the National Airport, and she's going to be with us at a later date. And I don't know. She may even call in tonight. I don't know if she wants to. She's more than welcome to. Um, Folks, if you'll remember back in August when we went to vote, uh, I don't know about you. uh, Chloe, you and I probably voted the same place out at the realtor place. Mm -hmm, That's where mm -hmm. me and my wife voted. Yeah. Yeah. And I think our ballot was like 13 or 14 pages long. Sure was. But most of them were were the judges. Uh-huh. Retain, 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 which I voted to throw them all out. I always <laughs> I always do. And I don't know. I may be voting against some Democrats, and I'm mm-hmm. sure I am. But you know how I feel. Some of these people need to go. Mm-hmm. And But anyway, that's why Chloe is here tonight, okay? I want to tell you why why she's here. We have, and correct me if I'm wrong, okay, because as I am most of the time, We have four amendments that will be on the ballot in November. November the 8th. Correct. Okay. And we are going to go over these and let... I want you to listen to what Chloe has to say, you know, because the language in them, sometimes it sounds so good. Oh, yeah, I'll vote for that, you know. "Uh, uh, uh, Wait a minute. Or, hey, no, I ain't going to vote for that. Wait a minute. You're not reading it. And if you are reading it, if you're like me... You may not understand really, in a, oh, this flowered up real good for you, okay? And the Republicans have come become real good at this, okay? They're real good at it. I mean, they're language experts. So, anyway, uh, Jackson's on the board. He's going to do a good job for us, as usual. And I'll tell you what, Jackson, let's get this thing kicked off if we can, all right? But for right now, my name, and we're going to be get, getting on with this right now. My name is Evan Lee Raymer. And yes, I'm still a private investigator. Welcome aboard. This is the Edwin Lee Raymer Show
2: with your host,
0: Ed Raymer, on your good neighbor station. News Radio, WGNS Murfreesboro. that is a little stiff upper lip for you from ACDC. This is Edwin Lee Raymer Show, and I'm your host, Ed Raymer. This show is produced at the studios of WGNS AM 1450, 100.5, 101.9 FM right here in the heart of the great volunteer state, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Now, you can reach us. You can reach me or Chloe tonight with your questions, comments, or ideas at 615-893-1440. 50. That's 615-893-1450. You can also send us a text to that number if you do not, do not wish to be heard live on the air, and we understand some of you may not. Get Send it, text it to Jackson, and he'll either read it over the air for you or he'll put it down on paper and give it to me. Now, you can also listen to us via the Internet at WGNSRadio.com. And we are on Facebook Live at the Edwin Lee Show on WGNS and you can also download the WGNS app and take WGNS with you wherever you go and listen whenever you wish we ran into Angela Bingham as Chloe and I were coming in and she's been doing her show Simplicity uh, for several years here now and she said she'd be listening Angela if you are thank you thank you for your support and uh, I did not get to hear her show tonight but she is just a fine she's just a fine person and uh, we appreciate her so much uh, Jackson, did we have a call? Is that for me? or It's not. Okay. Um, now, uh, Chloe, tell us. Uh, are we on Facebook Live? We are. Okay. Do you have Chloe on camera? Do, do we have any pictures? You got her? Okay, good. <coughs> I don't care if you got me. Nobody wants to see me anyway. Um, tell us, uh, for example, what are these four amendments? and
1: what do We'll start with number one. Okay. okay. Number one is probably the most controversial. Um, in basically, it's an anti-union amendment, and it's the wording is rather misleading. But um, we can get back to that in in, in a minute. But uh, so we're basically encouraging people to vote no on Amendment One because it discourages unionization uh, okay. in this state, which is already uh, the the. The Constitution already protects a worker's right to, to work wherever they, they choose, whether it's union shop or not, and right. this is an amendment that isn't necessary, and it's just really to discourage uh, uh, unions. From from coming to Tennessee, which they're already here, and they're already right. here, in and they're Philly. making a comeback, and they are making a comeback. Are. So that's that's Amendment One, which, as I said, we're encouraging people to vote no on that. Okay. The second amendment is um, that Me- Amendment Two, and that's one that will clarify the powers and the duties and the and the uh, line of chain of command for our state government. And that's, that's a good one, um, and, and that needs to be done. So that one pretty much speaks for itself. Uh, amendment 3 is, is a slavery uh, amendment, <laughs> which, <Okay. laughs> uh, which basically removes uh, the, the ability for the state to enslave uh, workers. Uh, obviously, that's a yes, yes vote. Uh, and the, the language there, it, the amendment would delete the current language and replace it with the following language, which says slavery and involuntary servitude are forwe- forever prohibited. Nothing in this section shall prohibit an inmate from working when the inmate has been duly convicted of a crime. So that's Amendment 3, which we certainly support. Okay. Um, and then Amendment 4 is one that uh, allows religious leaders uh, to hold office in our in our state legislature. And, and that's somewhat problematical in that we've got a problem with uh, uh, church, and, church state and state being commingled. Right. Um, and right. so I think the consensus for a lot of people is that it's not appropriate to have ministers and members of the cloth... Uh, Right. Uh, in the, in the state legislature because their interests are religious maybe and, and, and we don't want uh, to make our politics any more religious than, than it may already be. yeah
0: it may already be with those Republicans that are in there. right right So that's okay.
1: th- those are the, those are the four the four amendments um, that and, and, and our position uh, the Democratic Party's position on those amendments. But I think it's worth talking about um, unions. Right. Um, that's that's a subject that it, it warrants a little more attention because we're Tennessee has has for the last seventy five years has had language which is essential. It says right to work, um, which sounds so good. It sounds very good, right. but it's very yeah. misleading. Uh, a lot of people ma- make reference to right to work means right to work for less. Right. And, I think that and they
0: have a right to fire you any time they want, and they don't even have to have a reason.
1: That's very true. Right. That's very true. Yeah. Okay. So the, p- putting this, this amendment on the on the ballot um, is not going to work to the benefit of, of the workers of Tennessee. Okay. Because their interests are already prote- well-protected. They right. don't have to join a union. They don't have to pay union dues. Um, okay. But it's important, I think, to look at the role that unions have played in the history of this nation.
0: You know, my father always said, and uh, yes, folks, this lady is a friend of mine. We were talking before we went on the air. And my dad always said, and he never worked in a union, but one just a very short period of time when he and my mother had first married. Okay. And uh, he worked for a company in Evansville, Indiana, and he worked over there. And, um, he said, you know, I never was really a union, a pro union man, but he said, I'll tell you one thing. If it wasn't for the unions, man would still be working today for a dollar a day and all the beans he could eat.
1: Absolutely. And he was absolutely right.
0: And whether you like it or not, unions built this country. Yes. They built it through, uh, where I came from was miners, coal mining, UMWA, United Mine Workers. Then you had the United Auto Workers, UAW. And you have other, you have the Pipefitters Union, you have Roofers Unions, you have all these these different unions. And I noticed, and by the way, folks, Chloe is doing a lot of editorials you, to Tennessean and Daily News Journal. Uh,
1: more, in the, uh, more in the Murfreesboro Post.
0: More in Murfreesboro Post, okay. There are, and I, I noticed in one of your paragraphs, there are now 421 labor unions in Tennessee with union membership growth becoming the highest in the nation. Right. That's and, great.
1: And that's one of the reasons for Amendment 1, because the, the business interests are not happy about that.
0: Oh, no. I'm sure they're not. Now, I want you to take this and elaborate on it, if you would, because you've had in your first paragraph, I believe, about minimum wage. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, nowhere, I'm picking up in the middle of your paragraph, essentially right to work means to work right to work for less Mm -hmm. yeah i like that nowhere is that more apparent than in tennessee which leads the nation in minimum wage workers earning 725 an hour i can't believe it a figure which hasn't changed since 2009 Mm -hmm. that's about fifteen thousand dollars a year whereas According to MIT's living wage calculator, the living hourly wage for an adult with one child in Davidson County is $28.21 an hour mm-hmm. and $14.84 for a single person without children. And that result is that one in five Tennesseans live in poverty, making this the 11th poorest state in the nation. Mm-hmm. What do you got to say about that? Elaborate,
1: please. Well, I think it's it's uh, the fact that... that um, our workers are so poorly paid is is a reflection of the fact that they don't have any rights and they're not able to to interact or demand uh, make demands on management and that's where unions come into play. Um, it's I think it's interesting to note that not only is this 7.25 a too many too many of our our workers are our minimum wage. Right. Um and beca- and Tennessee is one of five states with no no specific state labor laws. So we're we're reliant on the, the laws set by the federal government. Sure. Um but and and amendment 1 is a way to discourage unions and and continue to uh, to assure the continuation of low wages and obedient workers.
0: So definitely we're going to vote no on amendment 1. Right. Okay. Right. Right. Okay.
1: So what we see, i think there's some changes afoot uh, as a result of covid the the workplace and the w- workers have changed we had a million deaths as a result of covid 27,000 of those were in here in tennessee
3: right um,
1: yes. and a lot of older workers a lot of older employees uh, took early retirement right so today's workforce is growing younger and they're less compliant and they're increasingly demanding better wages, better benefits, and improved working conditions.
0: And that's what you can get with a union.
1: That's what the unions provide, yeah, because right. they, they are able to effectively negotiate with management. Where, as an individual employee, we, we can't. But that's where we can see uh, why where unionizing is coming to Tennessee. We've well, got businesses like Amazon, Starbucks, and REI. Uh, more and more of them are, are unionizing. Yeah, right. Pet- and because we
0: can go back, and you and I talked about this earlier. Back, uh, I'm pulling this out of thin air. Fifty years ago, the average CEO of a company made about 20 times more than his highest paid yep. average employee. Yeah. Today, that amount is like 350 times more. Yes. And guess what? They don't need any unions telling them what to do. No, they, they don't, don't, don't want, their, want any. They don't want any. Yeah, they don't want any unions telling them what to do. It scares them to death. Yes. But, we, you know, when you've got companies like Amazon that are finally figuring out, hey, uh, folks, we need to go over here in the back room and talk after we get off work, you mm-hmm. know, because there are places you're not allowed to even mention the word union. Sure. You know? Or you're going to get fired. Or you'll get fired, you know, which is their right to do. By yeah. the way, yeah. I had a good friend uh, in Kentucky and his company, this is before he retired 10 years ago, whatever it was, said, well, they, they brought this. He said, they y'all got that right to work then? I? I said, oh, yeah, yeah. He said, well, they uh, they brought it up here with us and said, the heads, heads of the company, they sure made it sound good. I said, oh, yeah, they're going to make it sound good. But believe me, it is not good. It means they can fire you any time they want. They don't even have to have a reason. Right. You have no protection whatsoever. Now, in a union, it's got to be run right too. True. You can't have people just showing up for work when they want, or showing up high or stoned or drunk, and let them stay on the job, drawing, you know, a nice fat salary. Now, that that has to. I mean. You said it earlier. This is a different type union we're looking at. For I example, seeing, Starbucks.
1: Yeah, this isn't the old time old time unions that are being created. Uh, Starbucks, those workers are creating their own their own union, and right. um, they you and know, the are, company
0: backs them, I believe. Don't right. They? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, essentially, essentially. They're, right. Yeah. They would prefer not, but they're, <laughs> but they're, not uh, sure. uh, they're they're not putting up a, a tremendous fight.
0: Right. Um. Uh, I'll tell you what it's too. Uh, Jackson, let's go to our first series of breaks. Chloe Saruti has been good enough to come up here tonight and be with us. We're going to talk more about this as we go on. This is Ed and Lee Ramershaw. I'm Ed Ramishaw, your host. Chloe's going to stay with us for the bounce of the hour, I hope. And uh, we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Stay with us. Hello, everyone. It's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check tag number run or if you need someone full of fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt.com that's pi of mt.com
4: i felt so alone scared angry full of self-pity I just wanted to die, so I took another drink. Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.
0: Hey, this is Ed, everybody. I want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, We Do It All. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. All right, and we are back. Thank you, Jackson. Appreciate it. Thanks to all of our sponsors. Thanks uh, to uh, Tim Mullins and the group out at, out at uh, Jay Mullins Jewelers. I got to get a watch from them this week, as a matter of fact. One uh, the wife I left out there. And uh, uh, thanks to Complete Yard Care and all the rest of you that have been, even been with us before. And you know, uh, we appreciate you. You know, when I first started this thing, me and my wife paid for this thing out of our pocket for the first couple of years. I didn't have any sponsors. But I didn't know if I was going to stay with it or not. And then it just grew into something else. And what can I say? Here we are. I'm into my 10th year. Chloe Cerruti is here with us tonight. And she's trying to talk you through these doggone amendments. And we're going to suggest vote no on mm-hmm. Amendment 1. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the other
1: three? The other three, we got got... Um Let's see. I'm going back to my notes here. It's yes on Amendment 2, um, and yes on Amendment 3, and no on Amendment 4.
0: So, no, yes, yes, no. Right. Okay. That's that's your suggestion. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Obviously, that's...
0: Well, I'm glad. You know, I didn't even know the people I was voting for or whatever that were on this thing. <laughs> and I talked to one of our local elected officials. I'm not going to call his name. And he didn't either. <laughs> right. We said, he said I don't know, man. We turned those pages forever, like 13, 14 pages. We got a caller. Oh, we have a caller. Caller, go ahead. You're on the Edmund Lee Raymer Show with Chloe. Yeah. yeah
5: when, when, you, when, you, when you went to boat, you never knew you was
0: going to read War and Peace, you Lee. No, I didn't know I was going to read War and Peace. And <laughs> Peace and, Civil War but
5: Ken Burns. You know, he was going to watch Civil War but Ken Burns in that voting booth. I'm telling you. Take eight hours, read that, read that. Take eight all day, read that biology.
0: <laughs> well, you know, that's what we're trying to do, Jeff, is is educate people. Look, here's here's what you're voting on, okay? You know. And yeah. Because yeah. the language can get even a very educated person confused. Yeah. I mean, yeah, well, the way I, they work.
5: Well, I was going to tell you, I like to Simplicity and in and Yes. You know, uh, Mr. Bingham, and she said, <laughs> you won't believe this now. Okay. She, said, she said, "When somebody puts a computer in front of me, I feel disabled."
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's Angela. Yeah. Okay.
5: But when I, when I was, I would say a couple of things. They, uh, I don't know if you saw it or not, but they broke ground over at Haywood County this weekend, Blue Opal Thing City. They broke ground over there, so dirt's tur- tur- moving over there. It take about two, three years to build, I guess. Now, what is this? That Blue Opal see the Haywood County Forward Company. Okay. Forward
0: company, yeah.
5: They, 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 they broke ground. there, was tur- dirt's moving. Thirds are moving and turning. Thirds, dirt, turning and moving. So it'll be about two. Okay, now four this
0: years is there. the West Tennessee project.
5: Yeah, yeah, that six oh, okay. billion dollar, six billion. Who's talking about over there that? They got all them jobs gonna we'll be just like when Nissan come here where well, they broke ground this week for it. So the thirds are turning and moving. So
0: well, you know, Chloe's speaking about unions, and that's Ford is still mm-hmm. union, as I understand, United Auto Workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of union workers there. A lot of union jobs and a lot of good paid jobs too. Yeah,
5: yeah, you that's what I, was, what I was gonna say, and. Uh, and uh, and uh, and uh, I I, I, get, I hope you read that. Argue right, about the elections. And I was going to say, did you get a topic of in Tennessee in today?
0: I do have it, but I have it at home, and I have not had a chance to get. I got your message, yeah, get, by the way. Get, Thank get, you.
5: Get, read read the front about 8:10. You'll you'll see that Tennessee Titans ad. You'll be laughing. when You see that ad? Laughing. You see that? Okay. But, uh, but no, I, I just wanted to tell you tell you about that. And uh, like I just said like like Alan said, it's it's easy to vote in this state, but hard to cheat. So. <laughs> I'm this it, might not, it might be easy to cheat somewhere else but not in tennessee it ain't so uh, y'all, y'all hang in and have a good show and, and uh, i'll
0: talk to you later see you jeff thank you very much jeff neal continued support from him uh for this broadcast and i appreciate it greatly and uh <laughs> he's right Chloe, it's easy to vote we, we've got a good voting we've got a good voting setup we really do Thanks to Alan Farley.
1: Yes, Alan Alan Farley has done an excellent job and uh, does his very best to stay nonpartisan.
0: He does. Mm-hmm. He really does, and that can be a very thankless job because Hooper Peniel sings the praises sure. of Alan Farley because Hooper held that job for a long time. Sure. And it can be a very slippery slope.
1: I'm sure. Yes. I'm
0: sure. Okay. So we're going to vote no, yes, yes, no <laughs> on one, two, three, four. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's as easy as you can get it, folks, and you got it straight from the horse's mouth. Okay, now, <clears throat> again, as I said about my my father, had always said if it wasn't for a union, a man would still be working for a dollar a day and all all the beans you could eat. Um, what are we looking at as far as wages go, uh, in this country or in this state? How do you how do you have it broken down? Because I know you've done some research on this, Clover.
1: Well. The fact that we're the 11th poor state in the nation, I think, pretty much speaks for itself. But um, And I think it's also interesting, uh, we hear a lot of uh, Republicans uh, speaking ill of the federal government. But in reality, Tennessee gets 35% of its budget from the federal government. And I think a, a majority of that is because we are a poor state. But that's why unions seem to be the the way, the solution for, for that problem. And I think it's yeah. important to look at the fact that unions have long sustained and fed the middle class. Uh, unions were largely responsible for the fact that 60 years ago in this country... A single person working 40 hours per week could That's support right. their family right. with a, a, a house and a car and vacations and time to enjoy life.
0: Well, and then as, you know, John Fetterman, I think, and I'm think, i quoting from you, mm-hmm. quote, and this is the man running for uh, Senate
1: I think in, so, yeah.
0: in, in Pennsylvania, quote, it's no, it is no coincidence that as union membership has continued to dwindle, so have the fortunes of the middle class. Unions are what made America a middle-class country, and it was the loss of unions that turned us into the extremely unequal nation we are now. Paul Krugman, Nobel-winning economist. That was from Paul Krugman, Nobel-winning economist. Now, because, you know, when I hear that, I'm reminded of an episode on, of all things, The Cosby Show. Mm Mm-hmm. And he was talking to his young son, who uh, played by a young man. He, he went by the name Theo. Mm-hmm. And he was going to move out. Okay. Said, "Well, you got to have a job." Said, so "How much money would you make?" And I to, whatever two hundred dollars a week. Whatever. Okay. He sat down, and said, "All right. First of all, you're single, so we're going to take, let's say, fifty dollars a week out of your check." said because the working people are who the government comes for first okay now there's a lot of truth in that okay the working people are what built this country the tax base of working people is what built this country fdr i mean one of named by president richard nixon is one of the greatest leaders to ever serve i mean brought us the new deal brought us you know tva i mean I had an uncle went to work for TVA, which is not a union, but it was, a, it was you know, a federal government job, and they lived, him and his wife and the kids lived happily ever after, right? and I was very happy for them, because I can remember when my uncle didn't have that job, and it was tough. Sure. It was a tough go, and that was brought about by Franklin Delano Roosevelt, you know, and then later, Lyndon Baines Johnson brought about Medicare and Medicaid, right. of which I paid taxes for, for you. For my it for my parents, my grandparents, your parents, your, all your people, nationwide, and I don't object to it. I wish we just didn't have any du- deductibles in it. Good, yeah. Or
1: like our tax so tired our of, tax, you know. tax uh, situation could be uh, certainly streamlined and made much it less could. complicated. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, do away with the deductibles and just make sure that people who've worked all their lives will have the the good, you know feeling of knowing if they have to go in for a dreaded disease that they're not going to lose their sure, home sure. to a bank or to a government or whatever sure at least your medical bills are going to be taken care of right and you that's one burden your family will not have so you know we're paying for about 47 percent of the people already any, anyway true yeah so go ahead and do it and uh, elaborate on that a little bit more what do you what do you think where are these amendments who brought these about these four amendments that, that we're talking about
1: I'm not sure which which groups were responsible for for what but certainly uh, lobbyists who represent big business are bringing a lot of pressure to bear oh, yeah, on our yeah. legislators to, they have a to huge keep, impact. to keep unions out uh, because that's they, they there's money to be made uh, you know if unions aren't uh, in, in effect because wages will stay low, and right. um, th- one of the attractions that that Tennessee has for big business is because we have low wages. Uh, however, they're bringing they're bringing low wage jobs to Tennessee, which is on the you know work is work, but it isn't benefiting uh, and it's not trickling down to the middle right. class yep. and to mm-hmm. our and to our poor. Um, I think it's important to to remember that as we just said, unions made our middle class uh, a healthy and and active middle class, and they've continued to play a role in addressing income equality. right. Uh, they've created they create a more equitable and democratic economy by reducing gender pay gaps for women. There's no no you know women cannot right. be in a union shop, when women are not going to be paid less than men. Um, The same applies to Blacks and Hispanics and those without a college degree. Unions are a wonderful uh, source of work for those many, many people that can't afford to go to college or have elected not to. And they provide, because there are (coughs) trades that unions are providing, they're free apprenticeship training programs that that the trade unions are providing. Um, which give give those people who can't go to college a, a career. And yeah, because not everybody –
0: college, we've found out, is not for, not everybody. for
1: everybody. Not and for everybody. And we still need
0: pipefitters and carpenters Absolutely. and electricians and infrastructure right. people and concrete pourers. Have you ever worked in concrete, folks? Those guys make good money, and right. they earn every penny of it, too. Right, and those but
1: apprenticeships provide yeah,
0: that. I mean – it's 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 unbelievable what we just take for granted. Yeah. You know, and the infrastructure alone, which is what the Biden administration has worked on with the latest passage of some of this money to replace some of these old bridges that are out sure. there. That.
1: And who's going to do that work? I know. Yeah.
0: Right. And, you know, what gets me is the Republicans that voted against it are the ones that's hailing it as the greatest thing. I mean, I, I, I could not be a politician. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't lie and keep a straight face. Sure. You know, I don't know how much McConnell lives with himself. Bless his <laughs> heart. You know, by the way, can you women still vote today?
1: <laughs> well, it's looking, know. it's looking ever more <laughs> iffier.
0: I want to be sure. I, I wasn't sure. Right. I had check with my wife That'll be That'll
1: be three. next on the list.
0: I would not doubt it. Make no mistake about it. Um, um, Chloe, since we're talking about that, this thing, uh, Democrats have come out. And uh, for example, state of Kansas, sixty mm-hmm. percent women are registering to vote in record numbers. Yeah, thank the good Lord.
1: And it's a good thing.
0: It's a good thing. Yeah, I think they finally they, they they've poked the bear. Mm-hmm. They've mm-hmm. woke up a bunch mm-hmm. of people. You know, that's what I've said about this Putin fella. Uh, I think was it uh, one of the countries where they they uh, the they. The women are now, she didn't wear her scarf or was not covered, and she was put in jail over You're it or right. something. Right. And the women are now burning their scarves mm-hmm. in, in the middle of the street. <coughs> I got an idea. What do we say we take a bunch of women from Ukraine over and let them just go find Putin and have a talk with him. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm going to tell you something, folks. I've been around some of these women in the Democrat Party, and it can be a very nasty place to be if you're on the wrong side of what they, they figure is the wrong side of an issue, okay? And when Chloe called me today and threatened me to come or asked me very nicely if she could come <laughs> up here, I said, "Why? Well, of course you can come up here. <laughs> I called her. No, no mistake about it. And by the way, Laura Bowling was supposed to be with us tonight, and Laura come down with the case of the crud. And I hope she's going to be okay. We're going to try and have her back on. And um, Leanne Carmack Mm -hmm. is that her name? Mm -hmm. Uh, Like I said, she was getting uh, it was at the Nashville International Airport, and she just could not be here. But I hope she's listening tonight, or we're listening at least on the podcast. And you said she really knows this better than she
1: knows. She knows these amendments backwards and forwards. Well, Chloe,
0: come up here and bail me out, folks. Okay, (laughs) I'll tell you right now, she did, and and I appreciate
1: it. Well, it's my pleasure. No,
0: uh, because. I want to tell you, uh, but the, the the you know the Supreme Court with this ruling on Roe, they may have created a monster.
1: Very, very possibly, yes. <laughs> we, we are hope we are hopeful. Yeah. We are hopeful. Very hopeful. And you're bringing up a very valid point, uh, Ed. One of the reasons why I'm I'm here and uh, want to be a part of, of helping to educate voters is because of the importance of voting. Right. Um. It was our August election was very disappointing in that we only had a turnout of fourteen and a half percent here that. in Rutherford yeah. County, and statewide the numbers were under fifty percent. They're dismal.
0: It's yeah. terrible.
1: Yeah. yeah, and and historically, Tennesseans have not been good about voting and they don't seem to vote for their best interests when they do vote I know yeah. uh, which it's which, alarming. which it is really concerning is, it's
0: concerning it's alarming yeah. that they that, and this is what I'm talking about by these amendments the language it sounds so good right you know and
1: you, and in truth the 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 three amendments are pretty straightforward they speak for themselves amendment 1 is misleading right and 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 it's mis this business of naming the right to work is is, oh, no. is a misleading term, which uh, is not representative of what it serves to do. Um, and we're getting back to another point about unions. Historically, union uh, wages for all workers are about 11% higher than their non-union counterparts. Exactly. So that's, I mean, there's no question that unions bring about greater prosperity
0: they do because you know when i was coming up in kentucky up around hopkins county kentucky we had as i told you the umwa okay yep. a lot of co-workers now this is in the 70s and a lot of the miners were making anywhere from 25 to twenty eight thousand a year now that was pretty good money in the early to mid 70s and uh you know, mom drove a new car and dad drove a nice pickup truck and yeah. they all lived in a nice brick house and had two or three children or 2.4 children or whatever it was and went to good public schools and right. everybody was happy, healthy, and, you know, life went on. It was good. and But when a company came to town, and I remember this distinctly, you know, if some big uh, a foods product company came to town, uh, whatever it may be. Uh, well, how much are they going to pay? Uh, let's, For example, at the time, well, they'll be paying like around $11 an hour. Hey, that's not as much as a union job pays. It ups right. the scale. Other industry has to keep up sure. with with what's going on. Now, the one industry I have never understood, because our children I didn't understand much about it and still don't to this day, I must say, is the restaurant business. Mm-hmm. Were the employees where they where they work for two ten an hour here in Tennessee?
1: They can work for they can be paid as little as two thirteen an hour because they get tips. And right. if and but now their lender or the uh, employer is supposed to make sure that they're making at least seven twenty five an hour, okay? So they they add up their tips and the two thirteen an hour, and that's supposed to equal the seven twenty five. Right. That raises the question in my mind: Who's keeping track of that?
0: I agree. <laughs> I that's mean, how I many, how who, many do, restaurant
1: workers are not getting paid that seven twenty five right. an hour? Yeah. I think that that's probably one of the reasons why our restaurants are having a hard time finding people willing to work.
0: I walked up to a restaurant sandwich shop and they had just closed at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. Yeah. I'm afraid they don't have any employees.
1: And to and, run and, the place. and who can afford, I mean, who could have possibly afforded to work for that?
0: I don't know. And that's, you know, uh, because you know i i never it was always funny to me uh, before our children started working just, well, i'm going back many years now because our son is now will soon be 36 and our daughter's 30. but the wife and i would go out and eat and let's say the meal back in those days was fifteen dollars whatever mm-hmm. i'd tell you mm-hmm. that'll tell you how old <laughs> okay and i'd leave like a five dollar tip mm-hmm. and wife say you're leaving that much tip you know well, now, and when the kids went to work in the restaurant, if, let's say, a few years ago and the, and the meal was $25, and I left a $10 tip, she said, you mean that's all you're leaving? <laughs> right. now, now it's flipped. Yeah. Now now, yeah. so,
1: when so, you're on the receiving end, it's yeah. a little so different. Yeah, so
0: a lot of these kids, when they see us coming, boy, they like to see your and Joni. <laughs> 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 I mean, they really do. And we're, I'm glad to do it because sure. I try and tip at least. I really do. I try to tip at least fifty percent.
1: Oh well, you know? you're very generous. And I mean, because you got to think of all
0: those people that, that don't tip.
1: Oh, absolutely, you know? absolutely. And there are many,
0: many Republicans and that's that don't. A, yeah. You know?
1: The the service industry is really in a bad way.
0: They are, and this and COVID has, has exacerbated the right. problem to it a has. great deal. It has a great deal. Yeah. And. But I really try to tip at least at least forty percent. But last time I tried, if the bills, you know, eighty bucks, I'll try and tip about forty dollars. Sure. Because I mean, you got to allow for those people that didn't didn't leave anything, and there's there there are plenty of them. Right. You know. Right. As our son and daughter can attest, because they worked in that for a while. Um, if I can get Jackson in here, we've loaded up something that I want to play for you, and uh, he'll be in here in just a second. And uh, this comes from, um, uh, we're going to start this at 122. This is the one uh, fellow by the name of, and Chloe, I don't know if you're familiar with this guy or not on YouTube, Texas Paul. He's with an outfit called the Midas Touch, okay? And they are a democracy, pro-democracy uh, network, okay? Okay. And I want you to listen, and uh, he he goes, you know, he is a capital D Democrat. He's out of Texas. And I want you to listen to what he has to say. We're going to start this at 1 minute 22 because he had a little foul language in the beginning <laughs> of it. And he's just a country guy, but I
2: think you'll enjoy this. Go ahead, Jackson, if we could. Repeatedly, they are in control. Marjor- Marjorie Taylor Greene told you the old Republican Party is dead. MAGA now runs the Republican Party. Again, not a peep out of leadership. We just have to take it as that's the way it is. That's the way it is. So, what does this mean? Okay, he's talking about putting Jim Jordan and Thomas Massey and Lauren Boebert and you know, they've already told us that they want to elect Marjorie Taylor Greene Speaker of the House. What does that mean effectively for the country? Well, The rest of the faction have told us that the first move they want to make is to elect Donald Trump Speaker of the House first. That puts him third in line in succession for the presidency. That's what they want to do. Marjorie Taylor Greene and the rest of MAGA have told us they're going to immediately impeach they're going to immediately impeach Joe Biden And Kamala Harris. That puts Trump in the White House, at which point they make Marjorie Taylor Greene Speaker of the House. Now, that's all completely legal to do if they have the votes. So the Supreme Court's not going to step in at all. That's just going to happen. If they win enough votes in the midterm, that's exactly what's going to happen. Then what? Well, you know, Jim Jordan has said that he wants to destroy the DOJ and the FBI. He's going to just rip it apart and put nothing but MAGA sycophants into our strongest police apparatus. They've talked about reforming, reforming the military Uh, Which means they're going to put nothing but MAGA, sycophants, in power in the military. They're talking about putting Thomas Massey in power. I don't know exactly where they would stick him. But I assume it would be something like uh, Secretary of Defense. Because Thomas Massey is a scorching MAGA racist. Now, we're going to have a racist in charge of our military, and Jim Jordan, who's racist adjacent and willing to do anything. He's shown that he's willing to do anything uh, in charge of our most powerful police apparatus. You're going to have Marjorie Taylor Greene, who has called Catholic Satanic, um, is more than willing to say that she's, you know, like, you know, willing to attack anybody that's not, MAGA. I mean, I have no doubt that they will make the Democratic Party illegal if they have the votes. They will make it a one-party fascist system immediately. As soon as they get through with the first step of putting Donald Trump in the White House, You know, and you're looking at something like Vice President Lauren Boebert, you know, they're not going to put her into any type of committee position or anything like that because even they know she's dumb as a box of hair. I mean, Vice President's a <laughs> perfect spot for her. Well, she, can, she is. You know, all they have to do she is stick you know, stick her hand up her butt no, and no, pull the rope. I mean, yeah, and make the like a puppet, talk. puppet. And that's all she's good for. And they'll give her talking points and they'll send her around. So you're going to have the world's strongest military, the world's strongest police force, all headed by... Donald Trump and insane radical MAGA freaks. We will see camps again. We will see mass arrests. Not implication of the law. The law will not matter anymore. They will destroy the judiciary because that will be their only resistance is the judiciary. They will immediately impeach all judges. They've already said they're going to use impeachment as a weapon. So, folks, let me tell you. Listen to this. One, I man, hope your folks. coffee's as good as mine. And two, I hope you're ready. I hope you've checked your your registration. I hope you are ready to vote. I hope you are understanding the importance of this vote and what you need to do. You know, I understand. I understand. You're tired of. Politics as usual, tired of money in politics, you're tired of, uh, it it gets, it weighs on you. Hell man, this is my life and it weighs on me. So I get it's getting to you, but folks, we have to fight because this is the reality facing us. This is the reality facing us. They've told us they're going to do it. In their own words, they told us they were going to do it. So look, hit the subscribe button why
0: folks you better listen to god Chloe, what do you think about that
1: well you
2: like that
0: guy?
1: I, I think what he's what he's <coughs> uh, spelling out is pretty frightening and it and it is
0: uh, and they have said they're going to do this
1: and voting voting in this election is going to be a, a a probably one of the most critical elections we have faced in many years and it could change the 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 whole direction of this nation democracy really is in the balance
0: yeah i believe it is this time i believe it is we've we've heard this for the last several years this is the most important election this Mm. well this could be it keeps getting more so because it's 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 in a it's in a non-presidential year and generally you have less people turn out and we've got to get democrats up off their backside right and get registered or re-registered
1: make sure that they're they make are, sure you're on the roll right and you can do that at com. okay and verify your voter status because voters are getting purged right and sometimes without their knowledge right and sometimes because they have moved and haven't re-registered but it's important to make sure that you are a voter in good standing
0: exactly right you know and uh, Texas Paul brought that up in Texas. So that governor down there, this Abbott fellow. Right. Who, I don't know where this character came from, but they're purging people off the votes. Oh, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's okay. Right. As long as they're Democrats. You know. <laughs> now, I'll tell you what we're going to do. Jackson's going to take us to our last series of breaks. Chloe's going to stay with us. And... Um, we're gonna talk more with her when we come back. Chloe Surge has been good enough to come up here every here for the bounce of the hour. And we're gonna talk more about this from Old Texas, Paul. The Evan Lee Ramer Show. I'm Ed Raymond. We'll be right back with you right after this. Stay with us. Hello everyone, it's Ed with Private Investigations in Middle Tennessee. You know, if you just need someone checked out on a background check, a tag them a run. Or if you need someone full of fledged follow give us a call you can reach me at 615-390-7219 that's 615-390-7219 or check out our website at pi of mt.com that's pi of mt.com
4: i felt so alone scared angry full of self-pity i just wanted to die so i took another drink Then I heard about AA and went to my first meeting. The people there talked about those same feelings. I was no longer alone. They gave me help to stop drinking and hope to start living. Alcoholics Anonymous, it works. Look us up. Check your phone book, newspaper, or aa.org.
0: Hey, this is Ed, everybody. I want to tell you about a sponsor of ours. We've got Complete Yard Care. Their slogan is, we do it all. Low-maintenance landscape design, retaining walls, tree removal, stump grinding, lawns cut mulching, landscaping. Now, you can reach them at 615-785-0384. Or you can look them up on the web at CompleteYardCareTN.com. They have a five-star ranking on Google. That's Complete Yard Care. We do it all. We're back. Thank you for our last uh, last uh, eight or nine minutes. Thank you, Chloe. Thank you again for doing this. My pleasure. Chloe, let me ask you something. And I'm gonna the the last date I had was during the Carter administration. <laughs> now, my first vote was between Carter and Reagan, which unfortunately I lost. 1980. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Let's see yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would have been it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, because, okay, yeah. Anyway, I whatever. I, I voted in every election I could since I was 18. Our parents just automatically figured you went and voted, you know. When did you start voting? Because since we've known each other, I'm going back to this Texas Paul guy. It's It has somewhat become like a part-time job to keep up with your registration. Right. To do all that. How long you been voting?
1: I've been voting since I was 21. Right. And voting is, to me, critical. Uh, there's not very many times where I'm asked for my opinion. And voting is, is a way to make your voice heard. Exactly. And I think that's critically <clears throat> important.
0: Right. And uh,
1: now you are originally from California?
0: You came,
1: were- here, came here from Seattle, Washington. Seattle. Mm-hmm. Seattle. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Okay. Mm-hmm
0: where our good friend gail jordan is
1: now that's right and we've been been here for 15 years and um you know many good things about tennessee right uh, um and but but we've seen the politics become ever more divisive which is concerning because it is i think you know in order to have a healthy democracy you need a two-party political system yeah at least and and had a, had a, without we a third
0: one that's okay maybe too, maybe you know, but, but at least yeah you know. and
1: without that you 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 have a dictatorship i mean if you've right. got one group uh that's making all the decisions and you you don't have any uh, uh cooperation with uh, the other the other party i think it's it it works to the detriment of the people that they represent
0: you know i've said this about the situation we've seen in ukraine
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, you know, that little fellow, I'll tell you what, I wouldn't want to take him on. <laughs> he is, oh, boy, he's a pain, you know? And But I'm going to tell you, and I've said this, and I, and this time I'm going to say I think I'm right. I think those younger people over there, because Ukraine has not been in its own country but about 30 years. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And I believe those younger people... Have been told by their parents and their grandparents, "Look, you better fight for this thing." Mm-hmm. They've had a taste of democracy. Mm-hmm. They've had a taste of voting for who they want to vote for. Mm-hmm. They've had a taste of freedom. We've we have never known any any difference, and we're taking it for granted. we have taken it for granted, it for granted. Mm-hmm. right? I'm not saying we're spoiled, right. but I guess in many ways we are spoiled right. because we've always had freedom and, you know. You we know. think
1: that our vote is, is always going to be there, yes, the right to vote. right.
0: Mm-hmm. And those parents and grandparents have told them, look, we were raised under a guy like this Putin guy. You don't want that. And, you know, when your parents sat down, and I'm sure there's been many of these heart-to-heart talks over there with parents and grandparents that said, look, you better go fight for this country right: And of course the European Union and, and uh, all, all the other nations and of course the United States we've banded behind them. NATO mm-hmm. and it looks like it looks like they're gonna <laughs> Putin's having some problems. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be him tonight. I can tell you that well, you know yeah but I think those people that that is actually what's happened they have seen the, the older people mm-hmm. of Ukraine mm-hmm. have seen what this is like to live that
1: way. They don't want it back. But they don't
0: want it back. Mm-mm. No, and I think it's wonderful. I think it's a there's a lesson there that I learned myself. So you know, I've taken this thing for granted. Mm-hmm. And old Texas Paul here, uh, to be as country as he is, mm-hmm. he's right. Check your registration. I never thought I'd ever have to check check a registration, right. but you know what? He's got me thinking.
1: Yeah. No, it's important to make sure that that uh, that you when well, you go to the polls that you can vote. And
0: that's the reason I'm here is Freud like on these amendments. I never seen so many pages in my life in our last yeah. voting back in August when right. we voted. And I'm not complaining, don't get me wrong. At least we had a choice, you know, right. yay or nay. But but most voters weren't I, prepared. I don't you know. And they,
1: weren't, and, and they weren't very well informed about what was on the ballot, which I right. think is, discouraged a lot of them.
0: Right. And I talked to one of our elected officials, I told you earlier, and I won't mention his name, but he was even confused by it. Sure. And said, you know, I didn't expect this, you know. So that's, he,
1: why, that's why we're trying to inform them about these amendments. Right, and he yep. was on the
0: ballot. Right. Now, before we go, let's go over this one more time on these four amendments. What do we suggest?
1: We suggest,
0: and I suggest this very strongly. <laughs> yeah. we, okay. We
1: we suggest no on Amendment One. We want um, yes on Amendment Two. Yes on Amendment Three, and no on Amendment Four.
0: Now, can people go online and find these amendments?
1: They sure can, and they can. Where can they, they, can, they find them at? Oh, I think that if they go, if they put in uh, constitutional amendments uh, in Tennessee, T- I think it'll, Tennessee, I think it'll bring it up. Right. They can also go to the um, uh, Election Commission website.
0: Right, to get a sample ballot of what we're going to be looking right. at. Right, and to right. get
1: more details about the actual verbiage of the amendments. But I think we should bring up the fact that early voting starts yes. on October 19th, which will soon be here, and it runs through November 3rd. And our election, the um, general election, will be on November 8th. And hopefully everybody will turn out.
0: You know, I I got to meet you and your wonderful husband and your family, your your daughter and son-in-law, I don't know. Mm -hmm. And we got together when Stephen Reynolds was
1: running. Yes, indeed.
0: That's been several years ago now, you know. And, man, has a lot changed. Right. I never thought we'd be sitting here tonight talking about things like this mm-hmm. i mean that you, you really got to actually check your registration <laughs> <laughs> right you know and not
1: take not take your vote for granted
0: that's exactly right mm-hmm. yeah and like i said i think we've taken our freedom for granted too absolutely. i know i have
1: absolutely i know i have well and uh, and as, as, a, as a final word on on um, unions and their value i think it's important for us to remember all of the benefits that we have acquired through the years because of unions That's exactly right which are you know weekends off lunch breaks paid vacation eight hour work work day um i mean the, the list is endless that we wouldn't have those benefits if it weren't for unions right also we've got a lot of of our hard-working uh civil servants uh who are unionized and those are our teachers the That's police right. the firefighters musicians um, machinists letter carriers air traffic controllers they're all union union unions have gotten a bad rap and it's not they're not a dirty word
0: no, no. they're not no I thank you again for coming up to do this tonight we're gonna to have to get out of here and uh, but we will we will bring this back up I don't know if you'll be with us or not but I want to keep people apprised of this situation and I thank you for getting me Leanne's number and I will be in touch with her I already have been through Sure either facebook or i don't know
5: whatever. thank you very
1: much ed for <laughs> thank all that you, you do
0: well oh, i thank you i appreciate it it's been a i'm glad uh, to have got to know you and erin and have you in, my, in our lives thank you very much appreciate it ladies and gentlemen that's chloe serrity she's been good enough to be with me tonight and folks till next sunday ed Raymond for the Emily Raymond show until next sunday at eight o'clock i'll catch you down the road good night
3: This is SoundBites, and I'm Alan Davidson. Ever run into a problem with your phone? Then, when you call your carrier, they reply that you've already requested a new SIM card, even though you know that you didn't. That's the hot new scam, SIM swapping. Once the scammers receive that new SIM card, they can get into your phone. Then they can use the forgot password route to get into your vital accounts by grabbing your two-factor authentication texts. So cut those scammers out before they cut you off. Here's some tips. Avoid sharing any kind of information online that can be used to fake your identity. Never share login information with any caller. Never use simple passwords. Vary your multi-factor methods. And be sure you have some type of security software on all your devices. Scammers love easy marks. So don't be one. With SoundBites, I'm Alan Davidson for CBS News. I'm Larry Magid with the Connect
0: Safely report, just as school